burnout. Honestly. which is different from the depletion you might feel as an introvert from like you know you've been out and about or like doing an event yeah whatever and that depletes you but basically i um so i got i flew back in and i flew in like yeah, I flew in after days of not really like sleeping um, and then also knew something was wrong because I skipped my period, which is not something that ever. Ha- yeah, like my period ever since I my period has is like a health telltale thing for me. Like, you know, before I went vegan and I guess I was lactose intolerant on some level. Um, always had acne. My period was all over the place. I had the most chronic period like ooh, the pain was just unbearable um and so for the first time now since the three years of being vegan suddenly my period just didn't show up and i was like okay yeah this is how i know that something is up and also it's funny because i knew i was exhausted but because i wasn't like the taking taking time to be like hmm what's happening it kind of was just an underlying feeling until I woke up one morning and literally just like couldn't do anything. It's like a weird thing, but I literally just could not even like getting out of bed. Like it was just an exhaustion that I couldn't put my finger on whether like, am I physically tired? Am I mentally tired? Am I? And I also noticed like my heart rate was really like high. I think it just generally is because I'm a Gemini and always like excitable and doing this and this and that. But yeah, yeah. So I think burnout is yeah like chronic fatigue, um, a feeling of immense exhaustion, feeling also of just like ineffectiveness. Like everything you're doing is like ineffective and like not working. And and then just I guess if you're an artist like creative block times 10 mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah do you feel like you've ne- you've ever I think I've experienced uh, like a full burnout to the one that you described yeah but I have felt circumstances of where I just didn't like I planned time mm. not to do anything because I knew that I was going to feel immensely tired oh okay that happens to me like after I've planned an event or put together an event yeah Like a lot of planning and turmoil, and yeah, and organizing logistics and things of that nature. But, um, yeah, I think for me, I've been really lucky and blessed to have like a support system that has like 
made it show, so sure because they've experienced burnout mm. that no one else experiences burnout and like they really highlight it and like under they can see patterns of even like you know you're going to burn yourself out if you've done this you know my yeah has been very clear on like stating that to me and like you know so i'll refrain from doing certain things yeah and i think that um yeah just like having that um conversation from time to time mm. has really uh, helped me because yeah i think i think the last time that i probably really experienced like a true burnout was when like and i wouldn't even really call it a full-on burnout mm. i was in college and like you know just pulling all-nighters like yeah and doing that stuff and so it's like you know once my exam was done like i had one in the morning like i came back to my room and i slept i mean and it was crazy because my friend who had an exam earlier later on in the evening yeah slept through that you know because we were so tired so it was crazy because wow at least i was lucky that i didn't have an exam after that but she did and like luckily she was able you know there's always a service that you can go to at your school where you can let them know like if you've overslept an exam like you can retake it and of course you will have some points deducted but yeah to be able to take the exam at a later time now when it comes to burnout though do you feel like this is something that maybe we can prevent definitely (laughs) let's talk about planning because that's my biggest downfall in life so yesterday i went and i got a big ass calendar because one of the reasons i know (laughs) i'm learning from equa that like planning is key um literally i think one of the reasons i experienced burnout is because when you don't plan it's so much easier to say yes to a million things because you don't really too much like now before i say yes to a project i like can look back at my camera and be like is it feasible for me to actually do this in this time for you know um and one of the reasons was that i had so many things like that i was juggling that it's like i couldn't it was like stressing me out like oh my god and i would just remember in like random pockets of time like while i'm doing this and then i remember oh shit wait i have to do this and then while i'm doing that i'm like oh my god but you know and that's yeah in my mind a million tabs for like weeks on end and that is really just tiring on so many levels another thing that happens when you don't plan is that you never switch off so if you so working for yourself right i think let's talk about it because i think a lot of people think once you venture out onto that journey you now have more time for yourself but like in reality not really so for me it's like hard to switch off a because i actually enjoy what i'm doing but b because um, if, if you're not working for someone else like you're intrinsically motivated like you really right. do want to do the best of the best of the best and i would lit- i can go days just not stopping like just wow. not stopping like in the train respond to an email as i'm walking somewhere else respond to this when i get home like start doing this project like and just literally days and weeks go on just like that and i'm like okay no but i'm not living though right. like that's not life <laughs> You know, like not eating breakfast, like not doing, you know. So 
I think that's when I realized. And then also just like, so for me, I know I'm an introvert. And now I know I cannot do more than one speaking engagement a week because speaking engagements really tire me out. Like I enjoy them. Um, and they're a lot of fun. But nothing depletes me more than like... <laughs> Yeah, because first you go up and then afterwards, like, everyone, everyone wants to talk to you. you and then, like, it's just hours like, and hours. Yeah, exactly. It's like midnight. Yeah. yeah. And then you get home and you do more work. Yeah, so did that. And then the the day that I flew back in, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I got out the shower, and I collapsed on my bed and just, like, knocked out. But, like, literally. But even then, I didn't really sleep because I was having nightmares. So, really, it was only, like, over the past few days, I was like, I'm only going to work for three hours a day. And the rest of the day, I'm going to read. Or I'm going to, like, do this and that. I'm not going to look at my phone, you know? So, I'm, like, easing back into it. But realizing that lack of planning and, you know, like, just never switching off will lead to burnout. And I wanted to, like, piggyback off of the fact that you said that, you know, when you're working for yourself, mm. there's this, like, stereotype of, like, oh, yeah, you have, you know, there's so much time. Yeah, freedom. And it's, like, it is literally abusive. Like, it is the complete opposite. Yeah. Because actually now you're more responsible to you more people. Like you so have clients that you have to attend to. to. You know, you have to respond to them because like how else are you going to get Yeah. And I've learned, you know, I've learned that the hard way too, you know. I mean, one thing I will not say I'm perfect. I definitely struggle with time management and things of that nature. But I, the one thing that I've gotten into the habit of and like get out your notebooks because this is the biggest tool yeah if you're gonna write something down it's not really about writing it down it's about writing it down in the same place every single time Ooh, speak on this you have an appointment like when you look at your week right there's certain things that are a must you know that you must brush your teeth yeah you know do your makeup whatever whatever is your morning routine I've, I sometimes don't do this, but I've gotten into the habit of writing it actually down, mm. but writing it down in the same place, in the same order, so that each week I know exactly how much actual time I have allocated towards the work that I can actually do. Right. So if someone asks you, oh, can we meet up on Friday at this such and such time? You say no. Let me check my schedule. I immediately always start with no. Yeah, really. It's always a no. I have to check my schedule. I'll get back to you. I you like know? that. Like, I have to check. Let me check my calendar. You know, like, all I use that excuse. And yes, some people, even, like, when it comes to friends, like, some people will be like, really? You got to check your calendar? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it will help you be more effective mm. with the time that you have with them. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Whether it's using your phone. I mean, now beauty of siri not a lot of people like using siri i personally don't but the beautiful thing is that if you use the calendar app in your phone and have siri turned on you can ask siri like hey what's my schedule for today yeah and it will tell you, you have an appointment at 1 p.m you have a dinner at 6 p.m you're you know the sango show is at 9 p.m yeah you know, it will tell you all these things if you utilize the tool but i think a lot of us, especially as youngins, literally really use the tool. So it's like you forget. And I think this is a skill. Like once you get into the habit of it, 
you literally mm. always have it, you know? Like, it's now, habitual. here and there, I forget to sometimes put it in my calendar. Yeah. You know, but because I've already gotten into the habit of let me check my calendar, I always say let me check my calendar. And then if I forget, forgotten to write it in my calendar, that's when the problem comes in. But 90% of the time, I will remember at some point. And mm. then it'll give the other person ample time to say, hey, can you, you know, like, I can let them know, like, hey, I can't actually do that because I have something that came up. Sorry, I didn't see it on my calendar. Yeah. And people respect that, you know, because it's like it happens. That's okay. Yada, yada, yada. Now, when you're working with other clients, though, you have to be really careful in, like, being, and I'm learning this too, but you have to be flexible with that time, too. Mm. Because not everyone is going to be available on the times when you're free, and sometimes you'll have to ship you'll have to shift things around yeah. in order to accommodate them, especially if they're a new client or there's someone new that you're working with or you want to build that relationship. Word. You have to do responsibilities. And also, you have to be clear on the responsibilities that you're doing and letting people know ahead of time. Like, Word. Hey, these are the responsibilities that I have. You know, like, something new is coming up. You know, and be real with people. Like, it's going to be paying me more. Like if you're yeah. If you're in a circumstance or you're in a situation where it's like you're helping a friend and they're not really paying you, but then an opportunity comes and they're paying you a lot more. Or yeah. More, then of course you have to say, "Hey, friend, I can't meet at the usual time, or I can only meet over less time on the days that we had met, or I can't yeah. meet on that day at all anymore because I have this now. What? How can we shift it around? Ninety mm. percent of the time, they will shift it around. You yeah, because we understand. Like we're all in these streets, fam. We like we get it. I, but I, I sometimes I don't know if people really do respect. You know, like that's them. true. That's also you know what I'm finding, and let me know if you agree with me. The more I grow in my business, the harder it is for me to have friends who are not entrepreneurs. That is very. It's great. just hard, honestly, because, and I get it. Like <laughs> when I was 18, I didn't get it, or you know. If I'm thinking about my times in high school where my mom would be like two hours late to pick me up from school and I would be so mad and because I just didn't get it like she was starting a business, you know, and I guess it's kind of the same for your friends who don't really like understand like why you suddenly, especially when you're an artist and they don't see what you're doing as like something serious, (laughs) lol. And so it's just... It's just hard. And at some point, like, the rift will be so big that the friendship just fades out. And I think it's important to, like, if you do have, because I do believe in having friends who maybe aren't in the same line as Logan. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I think the the biggest thing that people fail to do is, like, you have to communicate, like, yeah. Just because I'm at home. Thank I'm you. Home. Thank yes, you. Like, you can't just show up. Right. Or just because I'm not picking up your phone doesn't mean, just because I don't respond back to your text yeah. doesn't mean that I haven't seen it or I'm not going to get back to yeah. it. Yeah. Like, uh, my schedule demands for me to be on call or be in this or be right. at certain periods of time. And so if I text you later on at night, like, yes, it may not be exactly when you wanted me to get back to right. you. Right. But I'm going to get back to you. You know, so it's like I think there has to be that fair level of like understanding mm-hmm. also of what you're doing as an entrepreneur too. If they're in academia or in right, or whatever, you know, whatever industry it may be. Yeah, you know, I think for me, too, the the where I'm struggling too is just maybe not necessarily like having friends outside of the business, but actually having friends 
within the business and not Ooh. knowing where to draw the boundaries. Because oh. it's like when you're working with someone you consider a friend, sometimes, at least for me, I find it difficult to like separate the two and like, I wa- like I've gotten better at it, but I struggle with it because it's like, you know, there's just certain things yeah. that like, you want to be able to dis- discuss, but it's like, okay, that's not the time, but it's like, when would the time be? And then it's like, if you're organizing the time, but it's like, I want to talk to you as a friend, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it becomes like this, like, okay, you're my friend, but then also this. Yeah. And it's like, I am now learning that it's just important to be clear about like where you stand with certain people as mm. like friends even before you go into business with them. What do you mean? So like if you know that you talk to I don't know or like even like working with your partner, you know, your significant other. Like I don't know about that, to, hey? You have to from the beginning be clear like, all right, like my role within the business is the admin, the Right. You know, like that's true. Creating the schedule. Your role will be looking at the invoices, making sure everything mm. adds up, checking out the balances, blah blah blah. So that within that time, you know that okay, this is the work time. And then once the work is done, mm. now we can switch. Yeah, like friendship. Personal, you know, relations. Do you think you can work with Bay? I've thought about this and I don't know, hey? Because I don't know if I have the range to not bring work woes into the bedroom. I'll be like, bitch, you didn't call that. Don't fucking try and eat me out now. Like, you know, (laughs) I'll be like, you cannot eat me out because you did not complete the task during the day. They will not take it personally. Yeah, and hope that they don't take it personally. And, like, even if they do, like, know that that's on them. Yeah. Type of thing. So, yeah, so I think it's just a matter of, like, understanding, communicating. Um, Mm. I personally, I mean, personally, I don't really believe in working with family. Same, yeah. You know, managing you or something, you know, and even within family, I feel like it's more of, like, a mother-daughter situation yeah you know like you like and also that depends on the quality of the relationship yeah but like yeah i don't see too much i just think you cannot work with someone that you can't fire like if it's gonna be awkward for me to let you go i can't or like if i can't let you go and i know that you're just you're still gonna be there and like you're you're gonna be taking it personally especially i don't know like 
And then it's also sometimes it's harder for people to take you seriously because it's like, nah, but you know, that's fam. Like, that's, you know, it's, I can, it's fam, you know, it's chill. I can, like. I think that depends on the environment that you create. Yeah. Like, if you made it very clear that you separated, because I always yeah. go back to the Beyonce example, even though in the end she did let her father go. Mm. Yeah. He really had her best interest and it was like motivating her and it was yeah. like nice to have that sort of motivation around you in an industry where it can get very brutal, it can mm. get very dangerous. You know, think about Selena, her manager is the one that killed her. Yeah. You know? Oh so wow. Like you can really you really have to be adamant and just careful about certain things. So I think that sometimes having that backbone is nice mm. but like you said if it's going to be uncomfortable when they start doing the wrong thing to let them go it's just it's, yeah you, know, you you have to also be clear with them that like you know make them sign a contract mm. you know like make sure like this is aware. business yeah make sure that they're aware that this is business yeah too. you know because i do believe like now we live in an age where it's like you know people are starting projects with friends and mm. like, you know, things don't always go so well because it's like think you know your friend typically has your back yeah like they don't really you know they don't have the same work ethic as you let's so talk about work ethic because this one i know work ethic is so important and I, i'm realizing too that people have different types of work ethics what does that mean people can be more strict on their work ethic than others you know so no example, h- how do you have different types <laughs> so like for example like people will show up you know like they'll do the admin work and they'll you know like really seek out when they're talking to people seek out great informationals but then when it comes to like talking in person they're at a blank oh i don't think that's a work ethic thing i think that's a work style thing i think working styles we can work that's something that you know anyone can work right. around because you're like okay if you work like this then oh. that's how we'll yeah right. but work ethic i don't think right. you can work, work around like up, you know? yeah it's just like just doing the things basically so like if you're saying i don't know like for example if to complete a task like this podcast right like it requires us to be here for five hours right. Someone who w- doesn't have the work ethic, for example, would be like, no, that's too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> it would be like, no, 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 five hours of just podcasting, five hours of just work. Like, that's, that's, and that, I've experienced that. And that w- is what I mean. Well, no, that's, and I think that's what happened with Beyonce and Michelle and, and Kelly and, you know, all of them. No. I think it was just like, they actually well not so much a work ethic thing, but Beyonce wanted to be Beyonce, and actually yeah, it is a work ethic thing because Beyonce wanted to be Beyonce, and to be Beyonce takes X amount of work hours. They probably they wanted to be cool, lit, but yeah, and there's a difference, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there has to be, I think the because a lot of times I think people have the same intention, but not like. Yeah. Their work ethic is what deters them. And I'm learning too that honestly, the people that are successful is because of just their strong work, work ethic. Literally. Consistent work ethic. Facts. You know, like if you keep showing up, if you keep practicing. 
yeah yeah literally literally so how do you stay consistent in the time in these times of burnout and so many things <laughs> no facts like, facts you know, about our to social media yeah even now too like because of a lot of the work i do it requires me to be I want to talk about notifications because that's that's also another it's thing. So, and I've been reading articles on this. We are addicted to our phones. No, we are. Like, there was a little kid, and it was so sweet and so innocent. Yeah. Like, this guy, this little kid wrote a note, like, because the teachers were asking him, what's one gadget you wish didn't exist and why? Mm. And the kid was like, I wish um, cell phones didn't exist because my mom spends so much time on hers. I'm crying. I'm crying at the end of the day we are all addicted but i think with any addiction you have to like face it full on yeah tell yourself all right like obviously you're not we're not gonna throw our phones in the river (laughs) but we can be very adamant on like okay i'm doing only one boundaries and if you step outside of that one task you have to reprimand yourself you have to like Mm. delete the uh, you know what i mean like i deleted twitter because yeah, I mean, for me, I clocked I'm addicted to Twitter. Yeah. And then I also clocked it's also making me unhappy. Yeah. And I also clocked I don't have the range to set boundaries for me and Twitter. So I'm just deleting the app. Right. And I haven't been back. Well, I went back today because I had to do a post for for brand, but haven't been back since. And like that really was the only solution for me. So it's also about like knowing and also notifications like. Even outside of social media, like there are clients who will send me an email at midnight and then at 3 a.m. be like, hey, can you confirm that you and I'm like, guys, I am a human being now. I don't give a even if you are literally vogue, if you're vogue, if you're Louis Vuitton, I don't care if you email me at midnight, I will get back to you at 9 a.m. 
when I'm awake. Not even when I'm awake. When I'm awake and finished with my morning routine and finish, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like even a career is transient. Like you cannot compromise your health for a career because your career is gonna come and go. Like, but your health, like you only have one. You ha- you have one body, fam. And so it's really also about setting those boundaries, like not responding to emails at 2 a.m. or just whenever they come in. For me, um, A, because it was killing my phone battery too, but like text notifications. Like I will respond to your text when I go to the text app because... Oh, I like that. I didn't even think of that. Like choose certain people to say not disturb because honestly, like they, I mean, A, they don't get a notification. Facts, yeah. Yeah. Like now I feel like oh my god I have to check. You know yeah. What I mean? And it's like I don't have to check anything. You don't. You know? you, no, like, really. No pressure to do any of those things. And in the grander scheme of life, yeah. These notifications, as you said, the career is so low. On you should be low. On your priorities, your literally, priorities, literally. And your mental capacity. Sanity. sanity yeah. And you know what? That's something we don't practice with in our 20s. There's this like, oh, grind, grind all day, get it, get nose team. Fuck that. Me? No, no, no. I'm about my eight hours of sleep. I'm about drinking my cold pressed raw juices. I'm about eating my greens and drinking my water throughout the day. I'm about going outside and getting my vitamin D. No, I literally will not prioritize anything, anyone over my health. Like, you unless you're like my mom, but like, and even, that, even like, then, she, yeah. You'll let her know like what you're up to and stuff. And they'll respect that. You know, of course, it yeah. happen. Things come up. Like, you know, life still continues to throw things at you. But it's just a matter of being disciplined. Mm. I think even for me, I've fallen like into the trap of like, oh yeah, you know, I'm losing my calendar, losing my plan, but then I forget to write stuff. Or, like, yeah, you know, you don't bring it with you, and now you can't really take notes. So it's just also this level of preparedness mm. because at the end of the day, you know, we don't we don't have the excuses of like you know having a boss to do whatever. You know, it's up yeah, to us. and especially like our generation, you know, there's a shift in like wanting to do things for ourselves whether they're working a nine-to-five or not mm. you know like you, people tend to have side hustles or side projects yeah the only way that those things are going to flourish because you need to think of it outside of yourself you know Facts. and they, you need to think about it as a brand too like even if you were to step away what would you want people to know whatever about yeah like they'll, they'll, want, they'll want to know that you showed up they want to know that mm. you created this you were really passionate about it you put a, you've dedicated a lot of time to it because what i've noticed is that people are mirrors of what you are so Ooh. Like when you emulate for you excuse me when you exude this style of like always wanting to show up always being always trying to practice your craft always mm. trying to be better at it People will see that and say, you know what, she's putting in that work. Yeah. Work too. And if they oh, don't yes. want to, you know, if they don't want to match your style, then they'll, slow, they'll leave themselves. Yeah. You'll just 
have to X them out because they're not matching. You know, they're not meeting you where you're at. Yeah. You know, and I think that comes down to, like, also avoiding burnout because when you're surrounded by people who are draining you constantly. Oh, speak on this. not helping you, elevating you, pushing you even further, mm. it will, like, allow you to also fall to the wayside, you know? And we went, you know, at your previous panel like that guy who was talking about like how his friends are like quote unquote better than him yeah it's not like they're truly truly better than him but it's just like they have a work ethic or they have a style or they yeah that he's trying to emulate that's so important that is i think the most important key because it's like if you're surrounded by people who all have planners who all tell you oh let me check my calendar yeah that's true rub off on you because like oh what are That is such facts. And it's like, you'll start getting into the habit of doing that. So I would also say, like, once you even get a planner, ask your friends how many of them have planners. Yeah. all of them are like, nah, I don't, you know, then it's like, okay, then you can kind of see. Agree, yeah. Their own tabs, you know? And like, but yeah, they'll just notice the difference in like what you do and how you react react to certain things. So it's so important. And I think it's, really really necessary especially because we're living in a time where there's so much like unrest you know there's mm. a lot of things that we're unsure of whether it's politically socially economically so as long as you can have that certainty and like okay i have my morning routine and no matter what like you know i'm not going to check the news like right up in the morning first yeah day. like self-care you, know, you have to maintain that level of self-care yeah you know and it's very important to your body to that you end up interacting with because when you are full and filled with enough energy mm. to exude and go forward, then you'll pass on that extraness. Yeah. So it's not about really depleting yourself to fulfill you pour You, you pour into pour, yourself. It, yeah, it's about pouring into yourself so that overflow can then go out. To yes. Others, not like depletion. I, ag- oh, I agree fully. And I think like investing in yourself the the idea of investing in yourself is so key but also that that takes its form in so many ways like you invest in yourself financially but also as far as health goes and also i'm like health for me really is everything i feel like the only physical thing you have in this life is your health like everything else is going to slip through your fingers so Invest in yourself, like if you want to be a filmmaker, like really invest and buy a film, invest in your mind. Like, what does that mean for you? Like, does that mean going to film school? It usually doesn't. I don't recommend that. But like, you know, go and <laughs> like what that means is like go out and create films, like go and shoot videos, learn how to edit videos, learn what your faves are doing, like invest in your mind and the universe will reciprocate like that's how karma works true and also just like make times as you've said for your health like whether that means going to the gym whether Mm. that means like running in a park going for a walk in the park like i do find that those and there have been so many studies like those who are more physically active are actually more reactive and like know 
find fulfillment in their purpose mm. and of that nature. That's why, like, you know, when we even see pictures of, like, Bill Gates or whoever, they're always in, like, tennis shoes. Cause, like, yeah. They're able to, like, walk around, you know, and, like, get in tune with the environment. Yeah. See, you know, see people outside of our phones. Because I think as much as social media is a blessing for our generation, it's mm. also the devil because it's, like, you can get so wrapped up in thinking like everything you do is just for that or yeah will elevate you on those platforms but again all of those things are just tools you know like you have wow, to facts. the other tools that are have been made available to you just as like going out in the street like i love when i'm outside and like i've been thinking about doing something and then i'll see that person yeah you know cuz then it's like yeah. it's so serendipitous of like the idea that you were thinking it's actually good so like go for it you know, like that even happened wow. to me today. So it's like you if the only the only way you can allow those things to happen to you is if you are already like present in your moment. Yeah. You know, like you won't find the alignment or be able to and I'm you know, I've become a lot more spiritual. So like even just like saying a quick prayer, like closing your eyes and meditating, like it's so important because you don't know like immediately after you open your eyes you yeah. know, what sort of opening thought I synapses that will like click literally together, that will like allow another door to open that you didn't even know existed you know because there's, wow. there's so many limits that social media puts on us and it's like we are limitless beings. bitch so just literally just oh so many gems in this you know, just, and again I think it oh it does come down to the fact that we believe or we think that like everything has to happen in a certain time and like you said like you know we believe like oh in our 50s or when we're older that's when we're like supposed to retire or whatever and i think i think we just have to shift our perception and how we think about that yeah you all of this is just like a timeline not really think about exactly and so like the skills that you learn now or the addictions that you have now yeah perpetuate the older you get so if you can break those addictions now, mm. you can have time to like do other things and make new habits later True. on. True. You know? So it's like if you're already getting into the habit of only looking at your phone for three hours in a day and spending outside of that time maybe five, six hours reading. Yeah. It's like imagine how many books you would have read by the time you turned fifty. Bruh. You know, so it's like think about it in like a timeline sort of I love I love so much that you said that because I think success is incremental. It's not like one day you're gonna reach a turning point and like that's it. That turning point is created by increments in time. Mm -hmm. So like if you wake up every morning and you spend twenty minutes a day working on your craft, perfecting your craft, you'll wake up seven, eight months from now and you'll be like, Oh shit, I've I built an empire and all it took was eight minutes a day. You know what I mean? And like, we don't think of it. Yeah. Like we don't think about it that way. We think about like, oh my God, but Rihanna is being Rihanna. No, Rihanna has for years, every single day worked on her craft to become Rihanna. You don't, you know, you're not born a legend. You create yourself into a legend. I know. I so what are your, your last gems? Like any say, parting words? I think in terms of the, I utilize the notes. I mean, use your phone. Use your tools, I would say that. If you have a Mac, use the, the notes app. Mm. If you have an iPhone, use the notes app. Use the calendar app. There's so many different types of like 
there's no assessments if you have like business partners. I currently use Trello. Mm. I use Google Drive. I always now the beautiful thing, quick hack in the calendar app. If you have your emails attached to the email app, you can set things and make invitations for people and talk to the, or like they'll get an invitation for like a chat that you want to have with them. So like let's say for example, if I want to chat if I want to chat with Bogo yeah. at 4 p.m., I can be like, "All right, I'm going to send her an iCal invitation by creating it in my phone, selecting the email and then adding her email as mm. an invite." You know, and I'll even look for a video on this very topic like and put it in the description box because I yeah. like that has been so efficient. I mean, it only works if like you receive email. But like at least if you have that in your calendar and you already know, then you when you later talk to them, you can be like, hey, like I sent you an iCal invite for like I want to talk to you about such and such yeah. later on, like tomorrow. Like, are you free? Like, let me know. Just say yes on the calendar invite. So then they'll get a notification yeah. when you say yes. And then when the chat is supposed to happen, they'll be notified and like everyone will just show up, you know? Rather than you Interesting. having to remind them. One thing I know for me is it really bothers me when I have to constantly remind people like hey let's do this hey let's do this hey let's do this it's like that makes me tired so as long as you, they already in the know and like if they make it if they if, if it is a priority to them yeah. then just show up you know like maybe the day before I'll be like hey like can you still talk at that certain time and it's like oh no I can't and then it's like alright like um, like let's re-figure it out and I'll Word. say I'll invite. so it's like it's done at a certain point rather than just like continuously asking them and like seeing if it works with their schedule no like add it into their schedule yeah you know like do do it for you so it's like you, this is something you want to do just put do it, it yeah so i would totally do that i would use um any sort of tool that allows you to do that and then after once once you've uh, really created your calendar Put your phone down. Like you don't literally, to, yeah, you don't yeah. Need to look at it. Instagram has just become ads. Twitter is only fun. Instagram for a has hours. just become ads, I know. bro. I'm waiting for the next. Honestly, I'm waiting for the next one. Yeah. Thing platform that's literally just for fun. Like they will not sell, sell their souls. Ads. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see. Will that ever happen? Because <laughs> it always starts like that, and then it shifts into ads. Yeah. Like, I just. I think that we need to get into the habit of like breaking these mm. addictions because now there's apps that like try to help you minimize your addiction, but that's like a casino. Exactly. Gambling. <laughs> it's not really either. It's gonna deplete you. Money, like it's gonna take yeah. Money from you yep. Apps aren't free. Mm-hmm. By the way. Or it's not really gonna help you because at the end of the day, you're still you're on your phone, bro. You are on your phone. So yeah actually gonna help you from stop to stop being on your phone yeah and it's funny i was just at a um at a conference event thing with google this weekend and yeah it was really interesting we were talking about how actually phones are engineered and to rewire our near like literally the structures of our brains and like what that how that is affecting the next generation yeah we really were talking about how you you give your two-year-old kid an ipad and you don't realize that him engaging with that ipad in 
in a different way from us engaging with a Barbie or like the ways that we used to grow. That restructures their brain. Like literally <laughs> the neurons and the neural pathways in their brains are restructured to ad- because that's what our brains do and that's how you know evolution works your brain adapts to your environment so we are becoming so technological and so digital that our brains now literally have to adapt to that that means less of an attention span um our perception of self has changed drastically like kids really do see the, their phones as an as an extension of themselves it's not separate from them so what does that mean for like how they perceive and self-identify and walk through the world and like see other people so it's all really interesting and these gadgets and tools really are engineered not in your favor but for their pockets so like take that into account and it was really interesting to you know be in a space where you were just talking openly about it just like yeah, we're, we're, I mean, these weren't the people from Google speaking, but, you know, it was a bunch of designers and engineers and, you know, really, really interesting people. Um, like, there was an artist there who works specifically with light. And all of these people, you know, work in tech or architecture or something. And to hear all of their insights onto, like, how they are part of the generation that's shaping the new world and this and that... And, like, we all acknowledge, like, we're all trash because we're ruining people's lives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, Facebook and Google, they hire people to engineer an app that is addictive. They go and they study how the brain works. How does dopamine work? How do we get dopamine? You know what I mean? Like, what colors do we use? And all of that is not in your favor, fam. But that's why I'm saying, and it always just comes back down to Yeah. Yeah. And, and also understanding how is this benefiting you. Right. You know, like you when it comes to social media, I've just learned you have to be selfish with it. Oh, know? yeah. So it's like if you know that this thing is not your likes do not equal your net worth. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I constantly have to tell myself. That yeah, too. same. You know, con- like it's a constant, constant. Yeah. Constant it's an addiction. So once you start clicking in it, like, okay. This is for business. This is not my life. And I think that it's important to really be aware of the people that you follow and like really understand are they empowering you mm. on your platform? You know, like sometimes you need to unfollow some of these celebrities because maybe their p- personal page is not really empowering you to be facts as fuck. Or even some of these influencers that you follow, maybe they're not really empowering you to be your best self. And if you find if you can find a way maybe to meet them in person mm. and actually listen to them and hear them speak, maybe that might do more justice to you than actually just following them on the gram. Mm. You know, or actually, or if you're gonna just follow them on the gram, maybe you know they live in a different place than you are, then actually engage with them, like comment on their photos, like yes. respond back to things that they say. Maybe if they post a poll on their stories, like be very engaging and active, because then maybe you might build a rapport with them and. I've had, you know, Bobo has had circumstances where she's met with, like, followers that she's just engaged with, you know? And, like, yeah. um, like, something more than just, like, a follower. Yeah. You know? So I it think... Build a relationship. Build a relationship and know that even if you don't have... Even if you don't necessarily work in a space where it's, like, quote-unquote aesthetically pleasing or, like, mm. whatever, like, your satisfaction should not come from 
social media and yes. you feel inclined to like perpetuate your life to look good on social media. Yes. Like, feel good and look good in real life and avoid burnout in those ways. Yes. That, that is yeah, that's how That's I, the summary. That is the summary. You know, don't don't put so much pressure on yourself. You know, too, like we're all still learning. We're all just as depressed. Yeah. As we are. No, I'm kidding. Like, Low. We aren't, you know, like we aren't as perfect. We aren't heroes. We all struggle in some way, shape, or form. And even with the highlight reel that you see on their social media, you don't know what type of burnout they're going through. You mm-hmm. don't know what their work schedule, work, work ethic is even like. So rather than like trying to compare yourself or be exactly like them, yeah. focus on you focus on making your schedule better focus on dedicating the right time towards your craft so mm. that other people can even try to emulate your life you know rather than like only just outwardly looking to seek validation yeah in, you know so yeah what tips do you have for oh, i love that how do i follow up you know what actually i think what like one of my biggest lessons for 2018 mm. especially in the context of burnout is learn to be kind but not nice i'm really divesting from this idea of being nice because niceness is such a gendered term also literally nice for what to everything like i feel like kindness stems from love whereas niceness stems from a place of people pleasing um, and that's really something that's really only taught to women and really doesn't serve anyone at all. So every time that you're thinking of taking on a project or engaging with someone or any decision that you make, like really ask yourself, is it because I love doing this thing? Is it because I find this thing fulfilling? Is it because I love this person? Like it really should stem from a place of love and not do I need to do this in order to please this person? Do I need to do this so this person thinks I'm cool? Do I need to do this person so that I can get the job? No, no, no. Everything should stem from a place of kindness, but not niceness. We're not nice in 2018. Fuck that. Literally. And on that note, give us more tips and tools. I love finding new organizational tools. Mm. I've always been an organizational, even though my room does lol organizational caddies and like if i had like those little like machines to like type out like what certain things are i totally would like you know how on like your pencil case you could put like your name on it like i want to do that bitch lol (laughs) but anyways yeah let me know what things you use to stay organized facts what hacks you may have for us and keep us posted on you. We want to get more story times, more scenarios, more mm. ideas. So feel free to reach out to us. Our email is in the description box. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and leave a review. Your reviews help us flourish, so please leave a review.